Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 222. Thank you for joining us tonight. <laughs> God damn it. Chambers, unfortunately, we couldn't be together. Now, uh... Your fault. You, you, well, for once, you're not trying to give me COVID. Um, but... I yeah my basement you can even tell probably behind me it it this room is just a complete goddamn been torn torn apart I have a gazillion contractors coming out the house just like you're still in your transition with your house it's um fun times Jim fun times fun fun expensive times every but Jim, every, day, every day is a blessing Brian it's great Jim I have a real question for you we're talking about fun times how you doing in Tetris. <laughs> So and, and wait, wait, I just I gotta say one thing. If you're not already, I'm a big uh I I've I've talked my shit on Discord, but on our Discord you gotta follow because Jim gave a sub channel just to uh what is it, beat it before Jim or um Win before Jim. Win before Jim. And um man, you the numbers you put up, I mean that that heartbreak of you coming in second what was it like last week like last friday or whatever yeah but i love the recent ones there's like an eight and then a 90 (laughs) i just threw the 90 in for fun because i was like this is so egregious i have to throw this in uh, it just jim it you know what i i i literally i'm gonna have to use that meme when you do finally beat it of alfred sitting across from batman and he finally wins and he nods at him yep (laughs) I've had eights, I've had fives, I've had fours, a couple fours. I had a two here and there. Yeah, Bri, I'm I'm basically gonna be tracking like anything like fifteen or above, I guess. I think I think that's worthy of being like, well, fuck me again. And yeah, putting if you wanna join in on the fun or even do it before me and rub my face in some dog poo, head on over to the Discord, follow the channel, and show how much better you are at that goddamn game than I am. Jim, I, was, I you... was telling Brian when we, we were we actually wound up. So everyone else in the retro gaming world, they're at Game On Expo, they're at Long Island Retro Expo. Brian and I, what do we do? We take our kids bowling. That's what we goddamn do. Because we are broke. Well, we were drinking beers and playing games. Well, that's what we were doing too. We're... We were oh, I mean Brian, could we even say what we were doing is actually is playing bowling? Or We were just we were there, Jim. We were there. Brian was doing what he does with everything in life, where he tries to uh, manhandle his way through it, just with raw strength. No skill, just raw strength. Whether it's, you know, there's no technique. Whether it's yard work, when he used to do MMA, when he's bowling, when he's doing any kind of sports. This is why his neck is made of toothpicks at this point. And so he's just, when he bowls, he basically just grabs the ball and wings it as hard as he can. So it's either going to be a strike or a gutter ball. Absolutely yeah. no in between. There's no in between, and yeah, I there are I, no spares in that household. Got, got a uh, no. I did get I did get some spares. Um, my first game was way better, uh, and I was telling I because your wife is a fucking pro because she did it all of her life, and I and you guys apparently have been going over the summer pretty consistently. I said I hadn't bowled since you, me, and our buddies did it at a cod release probably four or five years ago at this point so and here's the deal i actually i do enjoy bowling but it's one of those deals where i'm good for one game 
Like, once we did that second game, I truly did not care. And even your wife, she's like, you got to at least line up. I was like, nah. And then I would get a strike. I mean, I basically almost got a spare when I was using one hand because my belt broke and I was holding up my hand, my pants. That was when you did one of your better ones. Yeah. That was one of your so, better frames. So it's, uh, yeah, I've never, bowling is one of those things like, yeah, back in the day I could easily clear 100. But now, like, I don't care, but I still enjoy it. Like, even though I'm not good at it at all. I still get enjoyment out of it. I like that you retard strength enough for you to gutter ball and for it to bounce out of the gutter it and hit some pins. It popped right, and it did it. I did that twice. Where, yeah, I mean, hey, it's um, it's a curse, Jim. You don't know what it's like. It is true. I am a dainty little girl. <laughs> but Jim, it's funny because uh, going back to Tetris, when you and Z and everyone else has been talking about it, there was a moment when I said. I wonder, like, if I just hop on a quick game, what it would be. And I was like, you know what? No, because I don't. Here's what I know will happen. Look, Brian, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) But I don't want to hop on and then act like I'm shoving it in your face, Jim. You know, I want you to get your win. I want you to enjoy it. Eat your cake. (laughs) At least I'm at least I'm proving that it's not me just, you know, floundering in the '60s all the time and being like, oh man, I just keep making it. (laughs) Right? I have that extra pain, that extra tease. So many top five finishes. Always oh, oh, surprise me. Jim, what are you drowning your pain in? Oh, I was going to ask, but I see it. The return of your old faithful, Jim. Yep, I need something. I need an old favorite here, Brian. So I got me my good old Keystone Lights. Actually, I guess super responsibly in our den. It's like half office, half family hangout room. And right next to the thing, we have a mini fridge. That's basically stacked with alcohol. So... We have we have a kid lock on there, so at least we have that. But yeah, still figuring out where we're putting everything. So we have it right here, easy access. It's right behind me. Do you think you'll put a mini fridge in your room? Probably once it's set up, we'll move the mini fridge into there. That would probably make more sense. I would think so. But yeah, got me my good old keystones tonight. Now, is this a a leftover keystone, or did you buy specific for this episode? Right, you're me. You always have leftover keystones. (laughs) You don't even know when you buy a keystone at this point. It just shows up. So I, uh, before the episode, because Jim's infamous dukes always have to take a little while. Had to walk the dog, stirred up the salad that was in my tum-tum. Things happen. What do you want? Stop saying tum-tum. You are not a three ninja. But if you are, you would be tum-tum. Can I at least be a surf ninja? No. No, you cannot. God damn it. You're not, fight, not fighting Nazis. God damn it. Um, lining Kugel. I talked about this two weeks ago. Um, it's my last Honey Lemon Light. I went through that real fast. The one I did not have the last time I talked about these, though, was the Grapefruit Shandy. I'm going through that, and then I'm also going to finish off uh, one of the Sam Adams Wicked Double IPA. Hmm. Did you have either of those, the Wicked series? I don't remember. I don't think I did. They're all, I mean, I haven't had a Sam Adams that I went, ew. You know, they're all pretty damn good, and, and they're, they're pretty nice. Um, you know, it's funny. You and I have talked about beer commercials a lot. Have you, like, I might not love it, but I at least like that they're trying something with that whole, like, they, you know, your cousin from Boston, and it's, like, the Wicked series. Like, I like they're just trying to do something at least a little versus, like, hey, we're at a nightclub, and it's, like, 
it, it, it's like a group that would never hang out together and everyone's enjoying a, a beer and drink responsibly. It's like they're having the most fun in their life with a Bud Light. You know, yeah, like, there's, there's a little on. flavor coming back into the commercials. You yeah. need it. And at least, like, for Sam Mavs, it's not, like, the bog standard, just, like, it's always the fucking bald guy with the beard working in the fucking masher or stuff like that, like, you know, brewing the beer. It's the same commercial every time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going through. And it's funny. When we were bowling, my wife had got me um, – I said, just grab me whatever. She got me the Dirt Wolves, which are my favorite IPAs from Victory. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe my favorite beer from them, aside from Golden Monkey, of course. But, uh, man – Having not drank in a really long time, like pretty consistently, those two hit me. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. like I, they hit me, they hit me pretty good. So yeah, is that I'm why not, when we get the goodwill after you're like, Jim, buy it, Jim, buy these games, Jim, buy them. I just, I, I'm shocked. Like uh, Jim and I talked, I, I told him about the goodwills have, are starting to heal, and he got to see it firsthand. I mean, when was the last time you've seen games like that around us? Nah, for like actual games around us, it's been forever. And yeah. like it was a lot of Xbox One and PS4 too, shockingly. So those are starting to make the rounds and even just beyond sports games because I've seen those already. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to see shit coming back. But like I told Brian, I basically have like no desire to collect right now while everything's in shambles. Jim, what what would be other than like yeah, throw besides like a Vectrex? Is there a game out there that you think you would still pick up if you're a goodwill? Oh, I mean, if it's like. A retro, if it's like something cartridge based, I'd probably pick it up. So if it was something old and I didn't have it and cartridge, I'll definitely go that. I'm getting a little leery of older like disc based games because of like disc rot and just shitty condition in general. Yeah. So part of me is still just like, unless it's like some game that I know is a little uncommon. If it's something super common and I'm, I'm going to be like, eh, five bucks, still probably not worth it. Yeah. Because no, most of it I know I'm just never going to get to. Well, we said your shelf collection. You don't really play games. Other than failing at Tetris 99, though, what have you been playing this past week? Nothing, Brian. Just failing at Tetris 99 when I've had time. I haven't had a ton of time, so I'm like, oh, I'll just pop in a couple games of Tetris. That'll relax me. Maybe uh, today I, will be I, the day. You know what? I've given you the winning formula, and you refuse to take it. You've turned off your music, but you haven't done it while you're pooping. you got to do it. And you know what's going to be funny? I know how pissed it will make you when you do win that way, and you'll be like, God damn it. Because Brian's technically can. right. I almost can out of spite now. <laughs> One day you know it's going to happen. You you know it. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, I um, this past week, I actually, I've gotten a little bit further in Blasphemous. I swear I'm at the friggin' end. Um, I, I'm at that part where you fall into a pit and you fight the one boss who, like, does the flaming attacks and he's got the giant hood like you too but it's like red do you know what oh I'm yes about? yes 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 yeah he's where the, pain the, in the, the level that keeps auto scrolling up no, oh no that was not, the witches that was the witches. yeah that was the witches this is um it's really far in the upper northeast corner of the map and it's like a little it's a it's like that weird part of the map where like um there's a lot of locked doors with keys the map is colored brown on the mini map and like you, you basically have to go in this door mm. to come out the other side. And at one point, the it just drops. I'm getting to a point where it's like I don't even know what's friggin' left, other than areas where, like you and I've talked about, they're so. Even though I'm leveled up, they're so goddamn hard at this point. Where I'm just like, oh god. So, yeah, I I've only played a tiny, tiny bit of that. I did more DVD. Um, 
little news we should be trying to record the uh body harvest review this week yep no absolutely um still i'm still rearing to talk about that jim i'm still mad you didn't get to go as far as i did right you let loose hey look mate i would have gladly played more but you know what life huh life sorry right, you'll get to do bionic commando all the enjoy that one I've, i played it and uh i that's a game i always i, I hear that one's i would a bitch. like it's not even it's like it's just another one of those annoying one hit kills Mm-hmm. And I hate those styles, especially like at this point. Like I, you know, use safe states, do what you gotta do. But man, oh, I will. En- enjoy that, Jim. Enjoy that, you son of a bitch. But no, these are all thanks to once again our Patreon request, which we truly, truly do appreciate. Um, you know, between just real life and everything else, not making excuses, but we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the last couple, get them all done this year. We don't have any else on the docket. We have a lot of games we want to get back to reviewing and, and some calm themes, calm games that we actually ourselves want to review. Um, but for all of the patrons who do support us, we truly appreciate it. And Jaybirds, what questions do we got this week? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we'll answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. <laughs> Wifey's chasing the dog back there. We just got our dog back. We don't have any gates or doors anywhere in this house, so it's a work in progress. Oh, actually, quick shout out. We Sorry, we forgot to do this a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Charles Lemons for signing up for the $5 tier, so thank you so much. But yes, so for the questions. Uh, first up, from Burn Retinas. Did you ever try any of those energy drink beers from the mid-2000s like Tilt, Four Loco, or Sparks? So we definitely talked about this. Four Loco for sure. Um more than I care to. It, it, it's one of those ones that was just a terrible idea. Never tried Tilt or what was the other one? Sparks? Sparks, yeah. Yeah, no, I never tried. You know, Four Locos is one of those things. It was like, it's just like doing Red Bull Vodkas or Five Hour Energies and then a whole bunch of drinks. Like, it, it's not a good idea. And now that they've made this, uh, call it the weaker version. Yep. Yeah, it's nothing special. Um, but yeah, man, I don't miss those days. I have said, I've, I've given up energy drinks altogether at this point. Uh, I don't know how you still drink them, Jim, to be honest. I drink them once. I drink like one can every six months. I don't even like the taste anymore. I used to love, I mean, you remember in college, I mean, I would drink a monster every day. Like, yeah, you love I, monster green. Love monsters. And, uh, yeah, now I can't even, nah, they're just, just not for me at all. I gotta say, I kind of like the gamer G the G fuels that have been coming out. Like I just had like the Crash Bandicoot uh, last week or something. I'm drinking. I'm like, mm, pretty goddamn tasty. The Tetris was good. The Sonic was good. They've all been pretty good. I mean, so if you want to uh, shorten your lifespan and you want to <laughs> stay up, there you go. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we talked about it a lot. Like you said, uh, Four Logo for a good six months was like the hangout drink of choice. And the beauty of Four Loco is back in the day, one, it was like a thousand percent alcohol. It tastes like dog shit, but can't stop burping. But by the time you're <laughs> half, by the time you're halfway done, like one can, you were like, you were feeling it, and you weren't even worried about the taste anymore. And this no. is back when the uh, what was the bad shit in there? Taurine or? I mean, the thing that yeah, it's taurine is the main thing that gives you your energy. Yeah, I forget what the fuck uh, was the real bad thing that was in there that they took out. But, like, we would drink three of them, and, like, you would be 
blackout drunk. Three. You only drank three. And you'd be blackout drunk and ridiculously hungover the next day. Since it was such garbage tier alcohol. Like, I remember one time, my, like, you'd be so drunk, like, my one buddy whipped out his dick and started playing it like a guitar, and his girlfriend got so mad at him and almost broke up with him on the spot. It was one of the hardest laughs I ever had in my life, but, yeah, once they, uh, eventually we just all kind of went, yeah, we probably shouldn't do this anymore. (laughs) And we just, like, stopped collectively. It, it, that's one of those things I'm happy went down and as as far as like not being a, a real thing anymore but yeah i i don't miss them at all yeah me neither i i had my fun but what's done is done let's put it that way all right so what's our next question jambers uh last up from snarkast i don't know if you asked this already but brian since you brought up last week overrated or underrated haven't done one of these in a while pumpkin spice all things not just yeah you know what I think's overrated is the hatred for it. I, I think people who've probably never tried it hate that. You know, I, I, I don't, also don't think it has a popularity it did in like starting in like 2016 or 17. Whenever all, it really hit, um, I love pumpkin spice shit because I like cinnamon, nutmeg, and vanilla. Like that's basically the flavors of most things that are pumpkin spice. So um, I love it. I've said many times. It's one of those things, just like an Oktoberfest beer or certain like desserts like around Christmas or turkey on Thanksgiving. I only drink it or have that kind of shit around that this one particular time. And because I know it's limited, I enjoy it more. I think it's very corny, the people that go out of their way like, oh, it's so good I'll never get pumpkin spice. It's like, fine, enjoy your nothingness. But, you know, I, I don't think, I think it was very overrated. Like I said maybe five, six years ago, but now I think it's it's fine. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big in the it's fine camp. Like beer wise, definitely underrated. Oh, Anything yeah. else wise? I don't know. I might be in the overrated camp. Like I love me some pumpkin pie. That might be one of my favorite pies out there. But outside of that, like anything else like kind of like, you know, pumpkin infused, I'm like, eh. Doesn't do anything for me. So you don't I mean, that's what I'm trying to think, like they definitely like everything they go crazy like they made pumpkin spice cheerios pumpkin spice other cereals pumpkin spice cookie like they go above and beyond with all that shit so i um and like i said i like it all because i like those general spice notes of pumpkin spice but the big thing that made pumpkin spice hate it the most is pumpkin spice lattes no brian is it's, it's white women that's what made it hate it yeah but People like to act like they hate them, but we all love them, Jim. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> I will say, hey, pumpkin spice latte, having it, I, I can't justify spending seven bucks on it, but no. times I've had it, it's good. I'll say it's good. I can't yeah. say it's something I go out of my way to get, but like, I get it. Hey, it's. A very, I think they're, I think it's pretty sugary too. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. But like, yeah, of course it's sweet with cinnamon. Who doesn't like that? If you don't like that, you're probably the same asshole who doesn't like dogs. Well, when you put it that way. Yeah. I guess I gotta be on Team Pumpkin now. But yeah, no. Except no, my definitely... asshole dog keeps taking my daughter's fucking stuffy toys and running away with them. I just hear rub, 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 all over the house right now and <laughs> That's yelling. What a dog Lots does. of yelling. That's what a dog does, Jim. It's so crazy. <laughs> Jim! (laughs) 
but no, good question, Todd. But yeah, I, I think uh, the hatred is outshined the point of like it being overrated anymore. If there was as much hatred, maybe it could be overrated. Yeah, um, so that kind of wraps up the Patreon questions for this week, but we're going to do a little soft test run real quick, Bri. So, Patreon, you ask questions, we answer it no matter what every week. But we do have a Discord, and people start asking questions in there. So maybe once every couple episodes, we'll do a Discord question segment, or leave it as some kind of bonus content. You never know. So, if you want to join in on that fun, make sure to check out the link below to the Discord and to the Patreon. So you can talk to us. Ryan, you can get our opinions on things. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> but first one, first one, Bri, something really close to your heart. From Somebody Stop Me. Good old Nick from the Video Ditch Podcast. Brian, why do horror games suck now? I mean, it's like horror, it's like horror movies after a certain point. All The best things they can come up with are remakes of classics. Um, everything else is very derivative and... They think if you just put zombies in it, it'll be popular, and they don't worry about making a good game. Not to say there aren't some good horror titles out there, but they're few and far between, and and like I said, when Resident Evil remakes are still kind of the top-tier thing, which I love, but in their essence, they're still just remakes. So I think, um, you know, it's going to take a lull of, like, bad 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 and then eventually something will come along what what i really do want is something come along and contend with resident evil because it has no competition like silent hill has gone by the wayside completely um there's no other like major franchises that i really see did you ever finish uh callisto protocol no i didn't and you know that's another one because it basically felt like dead space i do like it i'm not knocking it but I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I've kind of done this. So, you know, I look at something like, um, and now this is many years ago, but like Bloodborne, I would c- categorize that as a horror game. It's just a From Software with horror skin on top of it. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I'm waiting for, that's why probably I gravitate, gravitate so much towards like puppet combo games and games like those India developers make. Because just, once again, just like films, you kind of have to go to the indies to find true, like, even if it's batshit crazy, something a little more unique. And and Puppet Combo has now been making, like, with their Torture Star shit, they now have shit on Xbox, on PlayStation. A lot of their games are getting more and more mainstream, which I want because I want them to keep churning out good shit. But you can tell with their games, they're trying to get away from being the crazy-ass, hardcore, pierce-your-ear they still have elements of that, but they're now trying to, you know, get to a wider audience, which I appreciate. So I think things like that, you'll see more of a comeback in the future. Yeah, uh, it does seem like we're in kind of a weird bit of a lull. Like, obviously, you play way more of them than I do. But, yeah. like, there's no real hype around the genre right now. Like, the mid to, like the early to mid to 2010s, you had, like, Five Nights at Freddy's and Amnesia and Outlast mm-hmm. and... You know, Resident Evil was still around, and you had the waning days of Silent Hill, and Dead Space was still kind of around. Shit like that. Uh, I mean, Left 4 Dead was still carrying over into that era. Yeah. yeah. You don't really hear about any new horror games where people are like, oh, you gotta play this. Unless it's a you Resident Evil it, remake. You know what else killed it? Honestly, games like Dead by Daylight. 
because why oh, would you want to play yeah. anything else horror when they have all the licenses? Like, I just played the Alien part of it, and that's coming out later this month. It's so much fun. Like, you get to be the characters you want. And I mentioned you got Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming out um, this year. Did next Killer year, Clowns Matter Space ever come out? That's what I was going to say. It's either coming out later this year or next year. But all these games are doing the same thing now, which... Evil Dead did the same thing. He copied that. And yeah, it's it's the asymmetrical player versus player. So to get a legit single player, actual scary, good luck. Because a lot of games just strike out. And I, I don't... Like I said, I don't know what it is. If maybe we're just... There's been too much and it, it has to take that low for a little bit. I don't know, or if it's just the like all video games right now. God forbid you do something that's not a multiplayer-driven game, you're not going to have much success unless you're an established franchise. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, yeah, it's because like like movies, you had the thing where it's almost like like everything was like aping the found footage genre for a while, mm -hmm. or you know the hidden camera kind of shit, or when it was just zombie, 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 zombie for like a decade straight. Oh yeah. yeah. It almost seems like hard more than anything when it like gets a hit like everything just tries to copy it and then burn out and then something hits reset burn out blah 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 it's repeat yeah it's part of the reason right now why i'm getting i'm already getting the burnout of the a24 movies like mm. they did a style which was like a few of them i really liked but now like that's their trademark it's like be a little weird and more psychological so now you'll probably see a million copycats to like just be weird don't actually have the horror but, like, do something, like, you know, a, a, a little bit weirder. The fuck you so. eating, dog? <laughs> but you and, I mean, we've seen it and we've talked about on Discord. Um, that whole formula, everyone's now up in arms about, like, because Barbie was a success. Our toy movie's going to be the next thing. So yeah, that that's gonna be the real question. Are we gonna see now a re a huge thing of toy movies being made because Barbie was a success? Oh, well. I should probably talk into the mic. Yeah, uh, apparently Mattel's already like planning their own cinematic universe revolving around everything. Like I think we're getting like a Rubik's Cube movie or some shit like that. And not I just a pursuit of happiness starring Will Smith, Brian. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a Monopoly or a Mousetrap. I mean, they don't need to remake Clue. That was already perfect. It is true. But yeah, no. I mean, that's that's how it works, right? One thing gets successful, and then you just remake it to oblivion. Ah, uh, what about an Oppenheimer Cinematic Universe, Brian? Just a whole slew of war crime movies. You, there's a lot of there's a lot of them out there, James. So much content, Brian. Ideas Damn just it. sitting out. Who who needs writers when you just have history, Brian? That's all you need. History is the best writer of all of it, right, Jim? This is true. But yeah, uh, wrapping up the Discord questions from Tron Cannabis. I know, Jim, you're not a fan of turn-based RPGs, but what other genre of games are you not a fan of? And honestly, there's not a lot that I'm not like a big fan of. And even RPGs, like I just have to be in the mood, but I'm never in the mood. But like. I've said it before, but like racing games, I don't hate racing games, but I have no desire right now to sit down with racing games or to get good at them or put the investment into them to unlock all the shit that comes with them. For the most part, they're good. Like, it's very kind of rare these days you hear about a bad racing game, but it's also kind of a niche genre, and there's not that many being made either. So the people who make them really love them. I just don't care enough to put the time into putting time in. I mean, you also, at this point now, 
You don't play wrestling games. You don't play sports games. Like, those are all but dead genres for you. I mean, I play them, but like like I said before, I'll get one a generation if I get that. Because I only need one a generation. I'm not going to buy it every year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I said, I mean, there's not a lot I would say I hate. There's just so much I know I'll just never get to. And, but they're more franchise-specific versus genre-specific. I mean, as I've shown, I think, on my streams or whatever, like, I will play anything. I like, I like a lot of puzzle games. I like whatever. But there's certain things, like, I know I will never beat a Kirby game. I just won't. Like, it's just that has zero interest for me. Um, probably there's a shit ton of JRPGs on our replay. Because, um, yeah. Like, there, there's only so much time, right, Jim? Like, you yeah, got to figure you know it what? out. Yeah, you know what? No, I actually do have a good answer right now. Uh, I am so burnt out on collectathons in general that it has to be something really fucking special to hook me. Like, Mario Odyssey, like, damn near perfect game. So that got its hooks in me. But you have to be top tier. Like, they could say, oh, new Banjo's coming out. And I'd be like, I don't care. Like, like I don't care about Conquer. Donkey Kong 64 is a goddamn hate crime. Uh, like ukulele, I'll never play ukulele. Uh, like shit like that. Like I just don't care, and I have no interest in doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would argue that it's just as important for you to know the games you don't like as it is the games you do like. Like, yeah. I think being too general, like, like we all have our niche things we like, and we focus in on that. But I think, I think there is something to be said, like. You're not supposed to like everything. You're supposed to dislike a lot of shit. Like, if not as much shit as you like. So, yeah, if yeah. you say that you don't have a genre of gaming you don't like, you're a liar. Like, fuck no. you, you're a liar. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same as, like, I love the people that go, I like all music. And you name, like, two things. You're like, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I like all music, but I don't want to hear country. I don't want to hear pop. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear that. You're like, so you just like metal. And specific metal at that. Okay, cool. You know, like, it, that that shit pisses me off. Whereas you go through my list and you will hear everything. I mean, yeah, what do you call it? You, like, like back to the games, like, you know, someone who's like, oh, I'm not playing Call of Duty, that normal shit. Fine. If somebody ever unironically, unflinchingly said normal shit, right away I'm... I, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, without like specifically saying normie stuff, but like it's the it's the vibe they give. Like they're like, oh, just caught in sports games, not real gamers, like that crowd. But even then, I'm just like, all right, whatever, man. Yeah, it's the same way people want. To they're shit also the talk, ones who like, want to play 700 hours into Persona, and I'm just like, ah, no, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, like like you're not more of a real gamer just because you're in the very niche, deep into one genre. Like, I would argue the same people. Like my wife right now is playing one of those iphone games it's like it's kind of like candy crush it's a puzzle game it's one you've probably seen the ad for she's on that shit all the time she's gaming whether she wants to admit it or not like that is gaming just like pokemon go just like candy crush just like you and your goddamn clashing of clans you know like that's all gaming no matter what you want to call it so yeah I, I hate this idea it's like no you're not the real one i'm the real one because then it's like wh why are you even trying to separate that line yep. i don't get it i know i agree but that wraps up patreon that wraps up discord so we'll see what we want to do with some discord questions maybe make it its own thing down the line who knows 
But once again, thank you to everyone out there for all the support. If you're new to the show, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, or Spotify. Subscribe, leave some reviews, helps out the page. Check the link to the Patreon and all the different tiers for game review requests, bonus episodes, bonus content, the Krusty Corner, where this week we talked about good old Brian. Do you remember even how to say the name? You didn't know, but Bijuju? Yeah, I can't even say it either. Bisoju, Battle, Cyber, Panic. yeah. Hope you like kicks and disappointing titties. Damn it, Jim! (laughs) All right, Chambers. So are you sticking with your Keystone? Yeah, I'm going. That's the only thing. Okay, so yeah, I went through both my lining kugels. I'm now on my Wicked Double, Hazy, Juicy, Double. Oh, God. Right, say Double. Say Juicy. No, but there's so many. Wicked Double, Hazy, Juicy, Double, Northeast IPA style. You don't got hazy by definition, is that? Like, I hate your explaining the same thing like a round circle stop god damn it right if i saw that label i would not have bought that i'd be like i mean you know it, came, it came in a variety pack so fair know. but this one's 8.3 percent. the other two i had were four or five who do you think you are naming yourself that an amped up double ipa chock full of joy juicy bold and aromatic fruit notes joy boasting a wicked yet soft drinkable body and smooth finish we doubled down on this new england styled ipa (laughs) hate it i hate the write-up but the beer is actually pretty good but chambers speaking of beer and uh for once we're kind of talking about it but not really the the downfall bud light and everything going around it Um, can't escape this shit it's the only goddamn story in town Anheuser-Busch is now selling off 10 of their craft beer brands to Tilray, which is a company that uh, basically got its start in cannabis and is a giant global brand, um, which actually did already own um, Sweetwater, I believe. And Do they, they own Sweetwater? Really? Yeah. They own Sweetwater and one other one, and I'm trying to find it as I talk, but... Um, basically, they're, it's an all-cash deal. $85 million cool to purchase Shock Top, Breckenridge, Blue Point, Ten Barrel Brewing, Red Hook, Widmer, Square Mile Cider, and Highball. Now, I'm very familiar with Shock Top, Breckenridge, Blue Point. I think I've had some from Ten Barrel. The rest, I have no idea. I don't know about Red Hook, Widmer, Square, or Highball. Yeah, no clue there. So, yeah, I mean, I, you got to imagine that they were basically just like, oh, yeah, we won Shock Top and Breckenridge. And then Tilray was like, we got to throw a couple bit more in. So we get <laughs> yeah. Add a little bit more, which, you know, th- this article comes to us from Business Insider. And, you know, these 10, this sale. Eight, Brian. It- eight. It says eight like five times. Does it? Yes. Oh, I think then they own 10 total now. Right. With the eight. But either way, I know I saw 10, but um, when this closes, it's expected to make them $180 million annually, Damn. and it should make them the fifth largest craft brew company in, in the U.S. Because uh, they crazy. were currently ninth. So that's pretty goddamn insane. Um, but yes, I am correct. So they own, they own Sweetwater. Montauk and Sweetwater. And, yeah. So... You know, I've never heard of Tilroy, Tilray, I should say. I know Sweetwater Brewing. Um, I've never had Montauk. 
but I'm I, I don't care. Like you know, this is one of those things. I feel like all those breweries I just named, even though people wanted to shit on Shock Top and everything, it's oh, it's owned by Anheuser. It still was doing its own thing. There, I don't care what you say. They're chocolate pretzel stout <clears throat> brown ale. I can't. They have remember. a banana pretzel one too. That was pretty good. I remember. Yeah. They Shock Top has some even their orange, their regular orange. Shock Top um, orange is great. Yeah, like I really like Shock Top. Um Blue Point has some good things. Breckenridge had a few I've tried. But like I said, it's one of those deals where I'm okay with this, but does this signify more concern than people want to give onus to to Anheuser Busch that they're just selling off shit now? Yeah, so it's weird. It's probably like a couple fold thing, even besides the whole Bud Light controversy. But it also comes in the light of slowing beer sales for craft beer in the United States. Uh, TD Count Analyst says that craft beer sales have declined 6% in 2021 and 9% as of last year. So, I mean, we talked about it, especially during COVID and all that crap, just the absolute influx, the crazy just explosion of craft breweries over the past like 10 years or so. Uh, you know, eventually you hit a point where you can only have so many and yeah. maybe there's burnout going on maybe there's just too many goddamn companies and we talked about it before with you know a lot of people and especially with uh oh, fucking i'm blanking right now oh god i feel like an asshole but oh hop nation usa when the, we had them on a couple times and just like how ab InBev was like the big bad giant that just came in and was like buying up breweries left and fucking right and it's probably just not viable at this point to have that many so yeah. that along with little PR disaster with whole Dylan Mulvaney thing and here you go I can't imagine 85 million being like obviously I'm not here to poo poo 85 million dollars <laughs> but it kind of <laughs> seems like a drop in the bucket for what they kind of do overall I'm sure overall yeah their numbers are fine and I'm looking right now Anheuser-Busch you, they got Budweiser Bud Light Kona Michelob Ultra Stella Artois Estrella Bush, Natural Light, Landshark, Presidente, Ho Garden, and then they have a bunch of craft partners on top of the ones that are being sold, which is surprising because they are selling off some of their biggies. But there's they still have Devil's Backbone, Elysian, Four Peaks, Goose Island, uh, Omission, Wicked Weed, and Winwood. So they're just it seems like they're downsiding the whole craft thing and i think they kind of struck while the iron was hot like we said they purchased some shit but the influx of so many goddamn breweries popping up i think they're probably like our bread and butter is our main lines we need to support that and they still have like i said kona michelob stella so they still have other things other than just bud and bud light so they'll be fine if those 10 Eight, I'm sorry. If the eight that they're assuming is going to make net these guys 150 annually, yeah, 85 million. It's not cheap, but it really gets me wondering how much is Tilray worth? And I know they're in the cannabis, and I'm sure that's a booming business, but I don't know what their value is. But I can't imagine it's small. Yeah, they're no small potatoes. Maybe they're almost going to be like a 10 cent where they just like seemingly come out of nowhere and just take over everything. Well, they, I'm looking right now, and it was estimated, not estimated, their revenue for 2022, because they are publicly traded, was $628 million. Hmm. So $85 is not isn't nothing when you, I mean, I'm not saying, like, that's low. No. But no, I that's have to That's a significant imagine, portion of, like, that's, yeah, 
that's over 10% of their annual, uh, yeah. what do you call it? So, okay, no, that's a pretty big deal for them. Yeah, so what is Anheuser-Busch pulling in annually? Hmm. I mean, of these of these beers, what do you, I mean, are there any of them that you, oh, okay. <laughs> for 12 months, as of June 30th, 2023, their annual revenue is $59 billion. <laughs> Like I said, Brian, drop in the bucket. Yeah, for them, it's definitely a drop in the bucket. So, but, yeah, I guess they're just, like, almost dumping inventory at that point is what it seems like. And like, all right, we'll get some shekels for it. They could even, even though I know Bud Light has to be, even though I know Budweiser is still a great seller, even, let's say, the worst case, that Bud Light never recovers from all the shit that's had, they'll be fine. Like, it's not going anywhere. Um, no. The only issue I think I do have with the article, and then if you put click all the links... They're like, oh, all the conservative transphobia is what caused all this downfall. Like, that's a very simplification of them just, you know, doing a very shitty marketing job. Like, like, like they're just trying to say blame. It's like Amy Schumer's like, oh, it's all right wing conservatives who are giving me downvotes. And that's why Netflix has to change. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, there's a lot of factors at play like that. That, that PR disaster definitely didn't help for them. But yeah. I mean, not even PR, just an advertising disaster. But you, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, but it, it, it's interesting. I mean, maybe Tilray will become a much better known name. And I wonder, do you think people will give them the same shit? Because it's basically the same idea. They're not as big as AB InBev. But this is just a big company buying craft breweries. Do you think people will have as much of an issue with that? Until they get famous for being shitty about it? Uh, I mean, you know what? Eventually, you know, if you're acting like a shitty enough company, people are going to start the bitch and you will be the bad guy. And then it's just, you know, are you fine with being the bad guy? Like AB and Bev is. So remains to be seen. Jim, say the Harvey Dent line. Uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain, Brian? There you go. Science. And that that's why I like you, Jim. <laughs> Got all the classics <laughs> stored up here, Brian. I don't store uh, anything useful, but I do store that. Well, Jim, speaking of not being useful and big companies that just are fucking out of their minds, let's talk Nintendo. We haven't talked them about them in a little bit, Chambers. All right, they've almost been good little boys and girls for a little while. Wait, who so we talk? The, we're talking about Japan here. There, there, there's no good stuff <laughs> in there. Come on. So from automatonmedia.com, I've never heard of that, but either way. Um, this article basically says that Nintendo has been registering numerous new patents from the Tears of Kingdoms, which even includes game mechanics and loading screens as a goddamn patents. Now, uh, in 2022, Nintendo filed for over 180 patents. <clears throat> now, in the most recent one, in between July 10th and August 4th, Nintendo made public a total of 32 patents, which 31 of them were related to Tears of the Kingdom. Here's my deal, Jim. And and I'm just going to simplify as much as I can. I know you didn't pay attention at all during physics or dynamics or any of that. What? but, But straight up, Nintendo is trying to put a patent on basic physics formulas and saying we applied it to a game, but it's different because... We don't apply physics to both Link and a vehicle. Like one of their patents, um, and I'll put a little picture up, 
is the forward motion of when you create a vehicle with Link and how Link shares the same velocity and the same motion as the vehicle, which is different than trying to calculate the difference of the physics between Link and the vehicle themselves. They just move him at the same rate. And they're like, that's worth a patent. I'm like, that's basics goddamn physics and dynamics you can't do that that's like those assholes who wanted to do the uh patent on um or copyright the term reaction who were those assholes again Bry, the good old fine brothers Bry, what old is new again because now all the goddamn top tier titch streamers are going we're not doing anything wrong when they just you know fucking uh let a whole youtube video go and they go wow crazy oh man this is nuts Okay, but, shout but, out to Justin Wang committing to that bid for an hour and a half. Fucking madman. I don't know what he did. Uh, basically, he took an XQC stream and he just let it play the entire time. And for an hour and a half, he sat there and just went, whoa, whoa, that's crazy. Whoa. Damn it. Legitimately did it for an hour and a half. <laughs> but it's just interesting to, to me, like the shit they're trying to do. Then they try to patent things like the the function within tears of kingdom the um i'm just gonna call it the hand grab the ultra hand which basically you can fuse items together and i'm looking at everything else they're trying to patent and as i said even the way their loading screen sequence works out and i'm like are they really that ballsy like they're taking mechanics which that shit has existed in the past they've perfected it for sure and made it very user friendly. But that would be like if Apple had tried to patent like word processing at all. Like like you can't just patent something that's been done over and over and over. I know they're gonna try, but man, Nintendo, like they're just uh man, they're dicks. They are just dicks. Right. If there is a way to scrap money from anyone or to tell them no, Nintendo will find a way to goddamn do it. Right, they give it, you a virtual approximation of where you're fast traveling to during the loading screen. It's revolutionary. I just, I don't. Like you can't that. use Ultra Hand while standing on the object you're trying to use Ultra Hand with, Brian. Never before thought of. Never again. That's like, that's like, should uh, Bethesda go back and try and do a patent from Skyrim where you can spin the thing that's showing you and zoom in on the model that it shows you during the loading screen? Like, because nobody could do that before then. Should that be a patent? No, it shouldn't. And that's why they don't do it. They're not dicks like these guys. Maybe that's why they're Bethesda and why they're not Nintendo, Brian. They could be at the top of the mountain if they thought to do that. Just saying. Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what are you implying there, Brian? I, I, You tell me, Jim. What are you, what are you implying, Brian? I'm just saying Oppenheimer. I, I, did, I put no context to it, Jim. You, mm. you, build, you build the bridge with the tools I gave you. <laughs> Play connected dots on your own. Come to your own conclusions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 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 Did they actually? Did they actually patent that jump to conclusions, Matt? Because you can really do that right now. <laughs> they probably. Yeah. Fuck. If it was Nintendo and that was a Nintendo movie, they would definitely patent that for sure. Dicks. God, this makes me not want to play Tears of Kingdom even more. You're not going to get around to that anyway. I know, but I wanted to, and. I think it has been long enough that, like, the FOMO's, like, worn off on me. I'm just like, okay, I'm good not getting around to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I went on that tear of playing Breath of the Wild, I mean, once I actually played other games, that wore off uber fast. I can't even get through fucking Ocarina. Like, eh. 
And it's probably because of my bad taste in Nintendo at this point. Right, just fucking finish Ocarina. I just, I might not. I want to, but I just. I want to just. I'll just take it back to the retro tank next time. Here's the deal. I know for sure. I don't even need the retro tank at this point. I'm fine playing it, whatever. But I'm at the point where it's like, I know what will happen. If I give you back the game in a couple years, I'll be like, hey, Jim, let me borrow. I want to be like, if I beat it, I'll never look at it again. If I don't beat it, there will always be a thing like, I need to go back and beat it. But I just want to get it done. Right. Just, but, just, just force it down, Brian. <sighs> hate it, Jim. All right, Chambers. In a bit of news, which I was not expecting at all, we're finally getting a new South Park game. And it's called Snow Day. Um, it was announced as of three days ago. And we'll have the video playing as we talk about. It's from THQ Nordic, um, which I've said many times, um, Stick of Truth is still, if it's not in my top 20, it's like lingering right there. If you do comedy games, it's unbeatable. I beat Stick of uh, Truth 2, Fractured Butthole. Uh, this year or last year, I can't remember anymore. That was great too. Um, and I was waiting, like, what is going to be their follow-up? They did a... You know, they're like kind of like Dungeon and Dragons, Wizards and shit. Then they did the Avengers kind of superhero knockoff. I was like, oh, what's going to be their next genre? And now it's like a multiplayer. Uh, it reminds me of like a MOBA. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure like, out. Like a League of Legends-ish kind of game. Everyone in the comments is kind of talking about like, what is it called? Happy Boys or something? Some like early xbox one game that had like cutesy yeah. characters and big multiplayer battles which i didn't even hear of until i saw the comment section of this video yeah so there's very little you got cartman like talking and then they show literally like maybe 10 seconds of the game and it looks like i, I saw at least maybe 20 people on screen at once but i guess it's yeah like some kind of arena based fighting and there's like traps set up so i'm very curious like i wonder if it's just like you build two fortresses go in fight each other i don't know i jazz jim and i covered we did all the south park games we still need to do a formal review for uh fractured butthole i still need to play it really yeah i mean yeah i'm down to do it whenever but yeah we gotta finish that off we gotta finish off that so the reason especially because like we don't always throw like single game trailers on here but We've done, like you said, every other South Park game. Basically, we we got we're gonna do this. We're we gonna have or have to do it. I mean, the same way. If I'm actually amazed, it's been since what 2007 they've done a Simpsons game. Was that that last one? I think the Simpsons. I think except for that like iPhone game that was hot for a while, which yeah, I that was the last the real Simpsons out. game. Yeah, yeah. Like, which doesn't, I mean, I guess it doesn't shock me altogether because Simpsons popularity is going down, but still. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. If they release us, if they release Mortal Kombat, South Park, Simpsons, Superman, Road Rash, like we've covered a lot of franchises, but yeah, still. we've kind of got to do it for these Splatterhouse. I'd like, to, I would love a new Splatter, Splatterhouse, but in 13 years, I'm excited. Um, you know, they're going... I guess my only fear is, like, a game like that, you can't rely too much on the humor. Like, the gameplay has to be really sharp. Is it going to be? 
It could. Yeah. THQ I, Nordic does usually has great games. They don't really miss, so I, I, I'm confident they could pull it off. But like the charm of a good South Park game is always a humor at the end of the day. Right. Um, exactly. But yeah, no, this will definitely be one me and Jim try out at least for sure, 100. percent Very active day. Very active day on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, but yes, we will be we will be uh, going for it, and um, yeah, I mean, you know what the, my favorite part about this trailer is though, in the comment section, we have a whole generation. We might have two generations of gamers at this point who have never seen a 3D South Park game before, who are all like, "What the hell is this style? Why is this 3D? Why does it look so weird?" And I'm sitting here going, "Children, children, please, you don't even know, you." Even no, Jim. And it's been since what? Chef's Love Shack on a Dreamcast since we had a 3D South Park game. Uh, let's see. Because after that, you had like the Tower Defense game. You had Scott Tenderman Must Die. You had Stick of Truth and Fractured Mud Hole. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah, I mean Chambers. It's official, old buddy. We're old. We are old as fucking dirt, <laughs> Brian. I mean. The fact that we were in grade school when South Park came out, and I remember being so jealous of the kid who had a uh, <sighs> You Killed Kenny. Like, oh, my God, You Killed Kenny shirt. Like, I remember wanting that so bad, and when I finally got it, I was like, so excited. Man, oh, man. I remember getting, downloading off my shitty internet, a South Park soundboard of, like, all the Cartman things. and stuff. Oh, and, like, yep. Dude, I, yeah. Speaking of... One minor tangent. Did you hear it's going? It's making its way around. I don't know if it's a. I don't know what it is. If someone copying them, but it's Eric Cartman singing Evanescence, "Wake Me Up Inside." It's probably AI, but I'll have to check that out. I mean, if it is, whatever it is, they captured his voice. It sounds like. Which one does it, Matt Parker? I think it's Trey. 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 Yeah, like it. It sounds pretty goddamn good. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh, he does it in basketball. So yeah, it is Trey. Yeah. So yeah, um, I still love me some South Park, man. I you know I haven't watched a lot. Every once in a while, I catch a newer episode, but still, like, I think they've managed to hold on a lot better than Simpsons has. Oh yeah, like, in have. terms of humor. Yeah, in terms of humor and longevity. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, Simpsons is like the thirty-five fucking seasons, but yeah. I mean, I but guess I mean, the, you know, you know, it's a lot of start. Go ahead. The post Super Bowl premiere. Because South Park was that, Family Guy was that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like, I, what I, show has been really hyped up for like post Super Bowl that anyone's like giving a shit about, and that's like stuck since then. I mean, Nothing. other than HBO shows, what live action show have people cared about? Like, like, like at this point, that's why I said I appreciate streaming. I love Young Sheldon, Brian. Young Sheldon, don't you dare. Don't right. That's somehow up to like ten seasons or some shit. The Roseanne reboots on like what seven or eight. Just never underestimate boomers, Brian. Never underestimate boomers with like network TV. Somehow they they keep this shit alive. They they love it. I mean, it's the same as um. Well, I love like now. The thing is for animated shows, the newer generation. It's Rick and Morty. I've never seen one. I'm not hating on it. I maybe I would like it. That that's falling off too. But that's one I've never seen a single episode. Like I the first see. three seasons, the first three seasons were good. After that, it's kind of questionable. 
but that's the thing is like what's gonna be the next animated thing of the next generation you know like it's not here yet so i don't yep. know but yeah no like i said i so we will keep track of it i did not have a release date it's obviously just a very early trailer other than saying 2024 so who knows what that means but we'll, we'll keep watch over it yep and speaking about things we have talked about in the past brian mm-hmm. this is a fucking long time coming goddamn update so what two three years ago we talked about the start of the uh, apple and epic games lawsuit because of epic basically suing apple for their monopoly on the uh digital storefronts for mobile and charging 30 percent to people to keep their shit on there mm-hmm. well Brian, apple won here's the deal as we said back then and as i'm saying now when epic like i don't want to hear it because you're two of the most ginormous corporations i know apple is much bigger than epic but i said it when we talked about previously apple is the platform everyone wants go to android go to mint mobile or whatever the fuck you want to go to if you want to use something the else fuck is mint mobile ryan reynolds you never see those commercials Oh, is that the one he's done? Well, one, I yeah. never watch anything anyway. So. Yeah. Which, y- you know me. Granted, Mint might just be a character. Writer strike. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, here's the deal. Anyone who's anyone, majority of folks, are going to be using an Apple product. And Epic, you're available on all the gaming things, but you now want to also monopolize the wide availability of how you are streamed out on Apple products, too. And Apple's thing knows they're to the. It's like, hey, if you want to go through us, you pay thirty percent. It's just like eBay. Like, what's their percentage up to when? You oh, sell it's horrific now. Um, it's over twenty percent for a which is. Fee. I mean, it started at what five? Yeah, but eBay's not doing anything. But but what I'm saying is like, the same as YouTube. Like the joke that people get paid, even high stars, compared to what it used to be, like. They know where else are you going to go. You're not going Vimeo. You're not going wherever else. Fucking X, Twitter, whatever you want to call right, it. Right, Rumble. We got to go on Rumble. Yeah. We got to hang out with Nick Fuentes. God damn it, Jim. But like, go, on, go on cozy. Apple, if you want I will shit, grift. If you want your shit viewed, that's the way to go. And yeah, they're saying if you're doing sales because you're on Apple or through our thing, we tax you 30%. I don't love taxation, but I like the idea. It's like, if I create this platform and made it what it is, and now you want to sell shit on it, give me a taste. Give me a little, just wet my beak a little bit. Epic. You're still going to make hand over fist money. They're just mad because they wanted to get into shitty ass NFTs and all that bullshit. Well, it all started because they wanted to do their own microtransactions through their own story and game. And Apple's Mm -hmm. like, "Uh uh-uh, you got to go through us. That's how it all started. Which they can, just don't do it on Apple. You can do it on your... Which is what they've been doing since it started. Yep. Yeah, like... That's why it's like Apple winning this. It's not a loss for... I I love it's like the cry for like, oh, it's going to hurt the indie... It's not hurting any indie people. If an indie person was able to get your shit on Apple and get their app in the store and get sold, they would be so happy to do this. This is one greedy fuck being mad at another greedy fuck out greedying their fucks. Well, yeah, so, I mean, I think we said it back when we first started talking about this. Like, the reasoning for it, like, Epic's reasoning for it, it's 
it's the right idea for the wrong reason. Because honestly, if you could give indie game developers the ability to sell their own microtransactions in the game without being taxed, you know, 30% and having to go through Apple's bullshit, that would be huge for these small guys. So yeah, like Epic Games, like, you know, fucking cry me a river. Like, yeah, Fortnite, you were owned by China. It doesn't fucking matter for you. But it really could have been a good legal precedent for smaller companies going forward. So it does kind of suck in that sense that they lost. And in a way, you're kind of also like, it sucks that it wasn't anyone but Epic trying to do this because, you know, it's the meme of two retards fighting. You know, you're not, it's what it is. Like, you're not going to be cheering for either of them. But with, uh, this though like if it was just some kind of smaller guy taking on apple but then again who could take on apple but epic who has the money to do it so it's a double-edged sword and that's why i said like if you want your thing to get the most views eyes on it people engaging apple's the way to go you're paying a price to use the platform that most people use if you're an indie developer if you're anyone else you know you probably do have to start other places. I mean, take your shit to Steam. And this is in the game realms. If you're an app developer, yeah, it's... You're kind of landlocked. Go to Android with their 10 people to enjoy it. Like, you know, do what you gotta do. I'm just saying, like... I, I'm not justifying it, but I'm also, like... I can understand it to a degree that... This almost causes people to not want to do microtransactions, which is, at the end, a winning goal of get rid of microtransactions. I would much rather pay for, like, an app nowadays. Like, I don't, I can't tell you the last time I paid for an app. But let's say an app, bet worst case, is going to cost you five bucks. I'd rather just put up 15 or 20 if I really want the app and know that I'm not going to get ads, not going to get microtransactions, and whatever. I would gladly pay that up front if I could get rid of all that bullshit versus you try to pull me in with a $2 upfront fee and then everything I actually want out of it, I got to keep doing microtransaction after microtransaction. Oh, yeah. I mean, depending on the app, I've done it before where I'll pay like, you know, five bucks or whatever the fuck it is to like get rid of all ads and shit like that and load screens because it's, it's intrusive. It's annoying. Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know. I just won't buy a coffee one morning. Okay, I can enjoy my app now. Whatever. Exactly. When it's something like that, that's fine. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely a weird one. It's yeah. one where I'm just like, ah, oh, it kind of sucks it didn't go through, but it's also like, whatever. Yeah, because I'm just of the opinion, and I do hear what you're saying. As an indie developer, it sucks, but... I don't like the model of microtransactions as the way to get successful anyway. Like, I want that to go away as a, as a thing. Yeah, but I mean, I think if there is a way around the 30% tax in general, because, you know, if you're paying 15 bucks for the full experience, well, then, you know, five of that's going back to Apple, even if you're just doing that. So, I mean, it's a thing across the board with anything Apple-related. Yeah. No. I, I get it. Like I said. Um, but Epic, I don't feel bad for you. Yep. Don't, don't feel bad at all. No, no, another one of these lawsuits are just kind of drug out there, and I don't know if the right team won. Much like with uh, Keystone versus Stone, right team didn't win. I don't think, but you know, is what it is. Xbox won though. That was the right team. Eh, they're they're on the way. It's not finalized, but they're on their way. Heavily on their way. Yeah. That yeah. that's I think that's more of a where there's smoke, there's fire situation with you know just waiting for the other shoes to drop. Yeah. 
Oh, but Jamber. But Bryce, speaking about dropping, <laughs> how about dropping something out of your goddamn pants? Or at least looking like it. God damn it, Jim. Bry, are you somewhat <clears throat> proud that went back when we used to do segments uh, for the podcast and upload them? Are you proud that one of the most viewed ones was when we talked about the Pokemon sex toys? I'm not shocked it was. If we You want to talk about follow-ups, Brian. This is like the follow-up to that. Dude, if we ever if we do a Nintendo game, we talk Nintendo, I know views are up. And I get why it's so easy for channels just want to be Nintendo Center, because that's where the views are. Everyone's not clamoring for Slaughter Sport, Jim. I mean, they people do like it. That and Parappa, apparently. We should just be a Parappa channel, Jim. <laughs> We should just keep re-uploading the Parappa like uh, <laughs> cutscene video like a thousand times. Fuck! Why did we never think to just do Parappa one video? Now, now we got to get all those cutscenes. Jim, get to work. Shit! <laughs> is there is? Do I still is, have that footage? Is there a Parappa three? Nah, there's never Parappa three. All right, well, Jim, upload. Start playing Parappa one. Get the footage. Oh, God, God that, that game was a fucking nightmare on an LCD. It's a terrible game. But anyway, Not terrible. Let's, t- let's talk about this Charming. thing that Jim's going to buy. So there is a Wiglet Pokey Plush that's 10 and a quarter inches. That seems excessive. This is one of those things. And it's funny because you click on the site. I can't <laughs> actually find it. So I don't know. Is it real? This is my question. Oh, if you go to pokecenter.com? Yeah. Let me see here. Let okay. Me see, let me see. No, oh, it sure is. Holy shit. No, it is. And it, oh, oh, right. There. Right. It's like the third one down. What are you, what are you doing? For $25, you can get the, Here's the deal. The, look at that cute little guy. Look at that cute little face, Brad. And, and I, I'm don't, showing... Don't worry about the profile view, Brian. Just look at it straight on like they do here. And I am showing the tweet, and, and this is from Pure Dead Gaming, saying, absolutely no way Pokemon are not trying to sell this as a serious kid-friendly product. Decent length and girth, too. Um, you knew what the fuck you were doing. Like, this is such a, like, this is a gym move. This is, like, Jim's department in Pokemon Plush. And everyone else, you go down, there's Bulbasaur. There's all these other great-looking ones. And Jim's department's like, I got a Wiglet. And you're like, well, let's see it. And you're like, what the fuck is that, Jim? Right, what, what are you saying? The craftsmanship on this plushie is impeccable. It's it's like it's the game's coming to life right before our eyes. Jim, don't you dare. Look, it's not my fault there's been 7,000 Pokemon and they have like trash can Pokemons and shit like that. You gotta come up with ideas. You got a worm. A little wormy worm worm. But there, What's the problem with the worm? There, it's nature. There, history. Uh, entertainment. There's no like... <sighs> who's, who's paying 25 Other than right now the irony and the like the joke of buying it who's actually buying it like i've always wanted a wiglet other than collectors that want the youtube thing video of like holding wiglets going in both sides of their face that's actually going to be a thumbnail for you to this week god damn it be wiglet in both sides of your face (laughs) oh god (coughs) fuck (laughs) choking on my rage but you know what? I love a good. I love when a dirty joke goes far, and whoever created Wiglet in the Pokemon verse, you knew what you did then, and it's continued on now. A legacy unlike none other, Brian. Jim, the real question is, when are you gonna buy it? 
you know, as you were talking about like people ironically buying it and having it in the background, I was like, I could get one of these and just fucking have it like on a shelf back here, something like that. I'm gonna tell Santa to buy for you for Christmas if you don't buy it yourself, Jim. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, right? I gotta, I gotta add to the core of the old game room. (laughs) Gotta make it presentable here. That is, um, I always say, if you buy something that you'd be too embarrassed to walk around with it, then you shouldn't buy it. If you have to hide it, you know, you shouldn't buy. Because there's that question we asked each other, Jim. Should there be shame in things? I believe yes, oh. yes there should. You should oh, not yeah. be going around Lizzo style and acting so shameless and then giving a shit to other people. You should. Oh God, that I I could beat off to that downfall. Like, oh, I, I'm not I, one for canceling people, Brian. But oh my God, that's the best canceling I've ever seen. I mean, one of the most deserved of all times, and that's exactly my point. Is like. Dude, like, you 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 have to have some shame, and you and you live in a glass house. What don't you do, Jim? What don't you do in a glass house? No throwing stones, Brian. She threw stones, or biscuits, whatever. But either way, wait, what are we British throwing biscuits? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was trying to think of something that, like, you know, I was thinking like uh, biscuits and gravy as like a thing that like mostly fat people eat. So for some reason. Instead of going to a candy, like I couldn't think of a candy that was big enough to break glass, Jim. I think of Jawbreaker, Never Ending Gobstoppers. There's things out there, Brian. Yeah, it's too much work. That's, that's why it doesn't break. <laughs> Just go with my biscuits, Jim. All right. No, briskets are soft. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, briskets, especially are soft. in gravy. Biscuits soggy. can be hard. All right, they can be like hockey. You're not, you're not breaking shit with soggy biscuits, Brian. You know what, Jim? For Patreon, I'm gonna overheat biscuits when they're like hockey pucks and we're going to have me throwing them at you and see if they feel good. Well, yeah, then we can dip them in fucking gravy then they won't fucking be hard. I understand the concept of overcooking a biscuit, Brian. Jesus Christ. You burn cereal, Jim. Just get your wiglet and and, and do what you know you're going to do with it. I will. I'm going to get some wiglet and I'm going to get some epoxy and I'm going to have me a goddamn night. This is definitely one of the... Alright. Well, Jim, the good question is Okay. As as Pure Dead said, like the one thing I laugh at this, this is funny, but it's intimidating. But what if you were at a I don't think they have a Pokemon store, but you were at a store that had Pokemon plushes and your daughter runs up and says, I want this piglet. What are you saying? At that point, you you have one of two choices. Yeah, well, I have an easy answer because she has a thousand stuffed animals. I'm like, nah, no stuffed animals. Put that all away. She doesn't have any. She just wants one. You say you can pick one. And she looks at all of them and says, I want the wiglet. Are you going to be okay with that? You know what, Brian? (laughs) At that point, she's young. She's pure. She doesn't know any better. And if I make a big deal out of it, it's just going to make it worse and lead to more questions. That's when I go, Okay. What is this? It's a worm. It's an earthworm. You know those worms you see? It's one of those. And then in 20 years, she posts a picture like, can you believe my dad let me get this as a kid? What the fuck was wrong with him? <laughs> Whatever. That's future Jim's problem. I'll be dead by then, probably. Oh, but yeah, the Wiglet plush. Jim, I, I'm glad this topic is back. I know there's got to be other weird ones. Oh, Jim, speaking of weird gaming items and things that we were offered uh, or offered to be sponsored by... I've seen so many, and I know it's through you. I forget if you commented on it or something, but it's people because of you 
it's a gaming device where you hook a phone up to a thing that you have handles on the side and it, it like goes <laughs> up and down. That's the best way I'm going to describe it. And right. I, we use the scientific term, Brian. They're auto strokers. Come on. Is that what it's called? Let's be adults about it. God. Pretty sure that's the subgenre of a uh, device, Brian. <sighs> okay. And some of them, those go in like fucking jackhammer mode. How hard do you need to fap? Jesus Christ. Why do you need so many devices? As a guy, especially. You got the best device that knows you're the best built into you. Why do you need a million devices? Right, if I could use your line. Some people like their cucumbers pickled, Brian. God damn it. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta change the game a little bit. God damn it. I Same am. old ham and eggs gets a little boring after a while. Can't just have cheese sandwiches every day for lunch. I am right. Do I hate it? I don't like it, Jim. I don't like it. There's too much. There's too much. Hoisted by your own petard, Brian. I don't like it. <laughs> I hate that saying. God damn it, Jim. You haven't broke down in a while, but I don't like that you're still using it. Ah, that's a beautiful saying, Brian. Get some culture in you, god damn it. Well, you get your ass on the toilet and play Tetris 99 and win and prove me right again. And you buy an auto-stroker and stop bitching about it. <laughs> How about that? Damn. You buy your diglet and then auto-stroke with your diglet. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> it's not a problem for me. God damn it. Well, Chambers. My problem would be like, ah, it's too mushy. You're just mushing it, Snail. Chambers, <laughs> here's my real question. How did the Keystones treat you? When was the last time you had a Keystone? Um, I mean, had like more than one as like a topper for a podcast. It's been a while since I've had a couple of them in a row. It's old faithful, Brian. Nice. This wicked it's that, double. It's that, it's that old friend I can't, you know, I'll never be let down by. I can't wait. You know, the hype now is going to be really real when we redo our blind taste test with various beers and you can't pick out the Keystone. You better. Not only will I not pick out the Keystone, Brian, I'll probably wind up saying it's the worst one, and then I'll really hate myself. <laughs> oh, that's going to be very interesting. But yeah, no, this uh, this Wicked Double, it is really good. Um, it's weird, because I feel like every time you have a double, a Wicked, every time you have a New England hazy, the flavor isn't grapefruit, but it is a citrusy flavor, and I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, but I definitely prefer them over regular double IPAs or even regular IPAs, so I'm all for it. It is one. I don't know if it's still around, and besides the point, we're getting ready to get to Oktoberfest flavors, so move on to that. Yeah, Oktoberfest is around the corner. Pumpkin's around the corner. All right, we're going to be hitting Flavortown soon. Goddamn right we are. And with that, folks, we want to say thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already hit subscribe and the notification bell, please do that because it would help us tremendously. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, hit subscribe, give us a five-star rating. And even if you want to bash us in the comments, we will read it on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. With that, we want to say have a good night and cheers. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>